Welcome to the Dualcast episode four, season two. How's it going, guys? What's good, up, man. Doing good. Great. Doing good. Great, great. Um, I'm so excited about this episode. You have no idea. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting <laughs> well, for my whole life. Judging wow. by your reaction from the wheel, I, I can tell you're very excited today. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's an exciting episode. So. But yeah, man, uh, have y'all guys been uh, doing, well, how's the week been going? Everybody good? Good, man. Uh, just loads of work still, and I'm, I'm finding a good amount of downtime here and there to, to retro game, and I started a couple of uh, new game files on some games here and there just to try to get a feel for them again. Um, but yeah, no, doing doing pretty well otherwise. Yeah, man, doing good. Um been playing tactics dude that game is is so massive feels like i Mm -hmm. i I forgot how much uh i'm playing through the last chapters and i forgot how long that last chapter is like it feels there's so many fights it's it's the it's crazy how it's only one disc though right and how big it feels yeah 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 go ahead Oh, I was just gonna say, I think like with the art, with the graphic style, right? I know we'll talk about that more later, but it's, uh, I feel like it's a bit friendlier. It's a bit more old school style wise yeah. compared to like something like Final Fantasy VII, you know? But yeah, yeah we'll get into that later. Okay. I yeah. actually have something for you. How are you doing, Sasso? That, I'm, been, I'm doing good, man. I'm just, uh, I think I've played the most in these past two weeks that I've played in a long time. Like oh, every yeah. day I've been putting it like three, Three hours, four hours of gaming. All on tactics? Yeah. But I, I'll play for a little bit. Like, I'll play the most, but then I'll pick up little things here and there. Like, uh, I was that was going to be my next thing to ask. Like, have y'all played any other games besides Final Fantasy Tactics? I'm actually Bro. still oh, doing... Uh, oh, sorry. I'm actually uh, still picking up where I left off on my Advance Wars Uh <laughs> save files nice. so it's 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 reminded me well it made me want to play advanced wars playing tactics and we, we can talk a little later about um why i make that connection it's kind of obvious but um that and i'm actually playing pokemon some more here and there uh really just grinding my pokemon so i can later go back and have an easier time in gym battles and stuff <laughs> so yeah uh, esteban i i don't have you seen the the new the trailer for the remakes of Advance Wars yet? Yeah, and actually, it you, it's 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 true what you said about essentially, uh, it's the same. It's just like updated graphics, like visually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it looks pretty sweet. Like just straight up three D graphics. It looks the, like the same gameplay gameplay wise. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want to pick that up now because it looks it looks really cool. It, yeah. it does look. Cool. You're gonna have to get a Switch though. <laughs> I know, but they, they don't cost that much, right? They're like what three, four hundred, two fifty, right? Or well, if you get a light, you can get one for two hundred. True, the handheld version of it, the full handheld version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. dude, with the switch, I uh, sauce. I tried out triangle strategy. Did you try it? Did you, bro? It's right? good, man. It is really good. That's what I was going to bring up. I was like, dude, I've been playing, I uh, played Triangle Strategy. I like it, man. It's really good. Man, it hits all the right notes, man. Like, the feel of it, the look of it, the sound, mm-hmm. like, and the the fight, the battle, 
the tactical battle. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It just seemed really fun. Like, I, I was surprised how much I was liking it. And I only, I only yeah. played the first battle, right? Because then I started focusing on tactics. Like, yeah. man, I got to get through tactics. But <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. Actually, I only play, I only played through the first battle. But just the battle system, like the way you move around, it lets you go back if you don't like the way you moved. Mm-hmm. So you can move, try a move like magic or anything like that. Like just see if you if you you have enough yeah. uh, range. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you can just go back and try something else. Yeah. So it's pretty good. That's that's what I heard about uh, Tactics Ogre too. That mm. Final Fantasy Tactics kind of doesn't let you do that. Like if you move, that's it. You moved. And you can't oh, yeah. move back. But on Tactics Ogre, Ogre you can do that. You can move mm. and then go back if you don't like the way, you know, everything moved up. Like, the way everything got set up. So Triangle Strategy, dude, is such a good game. Like, I, I'm going to get it as soon, as soon as it comes out. And I don't ever buy anything when it comes out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always wait for it to go on sale. Yeah. And one thing I liked about it is I'm pretty sure... It's the same like kingdom or same world as the Octopath Traveler. I know, like oh, you think Fallbrook. so? Yeah, because yeah, I think Fallbrook, which is where the where you start off as you're the lord, one of the lords of Fallbrook. That's yeah, actually yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure it's a city, it's a town in Octopath Traveler that you go to. So, but it's got a cool connection. So yeah, yeah. the I, choices like you know how when you have to make a choice, it gives you three <laughs> options. Yeah, and then you can choose which one you can. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's going to be funny. It's going to be hilarious. It can be really funny, I think. It could be really Whenever you play that, like, okay, have you ever, you know, Esteban, you play Fallout before? Or like Skyrim? Yeah, yeah Fallout 3 Brian? and... Yeah. Nah. <laughs> well, you know, you, you can either be a jerk or you can be a good person, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I like those situations where oh, you Oh, I thought you meant you can be a jerk and not play it or a good person and play it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like you decide what kind of person you're going to be. And so in this yeah. game, I'm wondering if it gives you that choice. Like, okay, can you be a jerk or can you be cool? Like, like a good person and stuff. So I really liked it though. It's cool. Yeah. I liked, uh, dude, I liked how, cause I mean, we're, co- I'm comparing to tactics cause I haven't played a lot of tactics. Yeah, I'm pl- comparing to Final Fantasy tactics. Yeah. Like, dude, Final Fantasy tactics <laughs> came out like in what? 1997. So yeah, that's, you know, a long time ago. And so it's kind of weird to like, judge it but it's just that's the only thing i have to compare it to but triangle strategy has so many cool like things like there's an ability where the bad guy can like lift you up and then (laughs) throws behind to to another yeah it throws you to another spot on the map right and so like tactics Mm -hmm. has nothing like that it it has the critical attacks and you can knock someone back but it doesn't have things like that and so like when when i saw that i was like dude this is like it's like it's like Final Fantasy Tactics 2. <laughs> Everything is yeah. more advanced. <laughs> well, man, that's another thing I was going to uh, bring up. But I don't know. Esteban, you haven't played it. Uh, is it going to be on anything other, anything else other than Switch? Dude, I don't think so, man. Because I, I think yeah. Octopath Traveler is only on Switch. And yeah. uh, it might be on Steam. I don't know. But yeah. I guess oh, I'm going to okay. have to get a Switch then. Dude, the Switch is such a good event- investment when it comes to... Like indie games and like like RPGs and I just I don't know man like I I'm I, I'm happy that I have the the version where you can play on the TV but I just play it on handheld so much that I'm just like yeah. man if I were if anything were ever to happen happen to this one I'll just give me a light because that's the way I play it all the time anyways yeah 
I wonder uh, if they can come up with an OLED light. Mm. That would be good. I suppose I'll say, uh, your son is definitely going to want one, so just get it now, man. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an investment for sure. An investment in uh, the future. Yeah, dude. He's going to want to play with his cousins, man, so... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna want to train him up because they're they're, they're really good at their games. It's crazy. Like even yeah. uh, the the youngest one, she found exploits already for some of the Mario games. <laughs> like, yeah, if you do this, then Bowser can't hit you, and you can just do this until the end of the level and you win. I'm like, wow, wow okay, <laughs> wow. She's gonna be a speedrunner, dude. Right? Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought of too. <laughs> yeah. So another game that I've been playing actually is uh, Shining Force. Have you heard of it? Yes. It, it's On good, Sega? dude. Yeah, it's crazy how good it is. Well, it, it came out on Sega, and they did a, a remake for it on the Game Boy Advance. Dude, I love the Game ah, Boy Advance. Like, yeah. there's so many good remakes on it. Like, yes. it's crazy. But I've been playing it on the Game Boy Advance because uh, the first one that came out on Genesis, uh, it, it needed a lot of little tweaks here and there. But story-wise... Yeah. It was really, it's really good, but uh, just uh, you know the way that you have to like interact with things and stuff like that. It just it needed more work on it, so they fixed it on the Game Boy Advance version. And so I've been trying it out because I was just like, okay, you know, I've been getting into this kind of strategy RPG kind of feel. So that's why I've been playing like everything, like Final Fantasy Tactics, Triangle Strategy, Shining Force, mm. and so. Yeah, I've been playing Shining, that one, so... Uh-huh. Shining Force looks really... Like, I have it on the, the Sega Mini, and I opened it one time, and I didn't I, I didn't know there was games like that on the Sega, you know? Like, it's so surprising, right, how how the graphics look? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was surprised. I never tried it as a kid. Like, I, like when I would go to the store to rent games. I would always see it, but it never caught my attention. So I... I I loaded it up one time on the Sega Mini. I was like, dude, this is, like, really cool. This is pretty yeah. sweet. It has this uh, 1980s anime vibe to it, you know? Mm-hmm. when Like, nice. before, before, like, Dragon Ball and all that. Like, it was more, like, Ron one and a half kind of style. That's the vibe it gives me, so. Um, what else? Oh, I just wanted to clarify this because I think last time we were talking about Lost Ark. If it was gonna, if it's on PC or mm. if it's gonna be on other things other than PC, oh, yeah. apparently it's only on PC right now. So yeah, okay. if you guys ever want to play it, then you're gonna have to get a PC. So. <laughs> okay, I'm so this is a, an, yeah. So it, ah, man, there's a lot of games on PC that I want to play, but I just don't have the money dude, to build a, PC, <laughs> a gaming PC. <laughs> So that's the reason why I got a retro handheld because it's cheap and you can play a lot of games. Yeah, true. So, okay, so I was gonna ask y'all guys this: Did you do y'all remember? I think it was around September last year. There was a leak uh, about a GeForce mm. Now or Nvidia leak with a list Nvidia, of yeah. all these games. Okay, so I started looking into it. Because when, whenever Chrono Cross came out uh, uh, for the N- Nintendo Direct, I started kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, a, a lot of people were saying they were really excited about it and that they were start, everybody was bringing up this list. And so I started going yeah. through it and I was like, what? That's crazy. So 
apparently how, on the list. How a lot of it is true so far. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. But I'm excited yeah. because a lot of the games that are on that list are like, to me, I really want for them to happen. So Act Razor Remake was supposed to, was a game that was on the list and it came out. Yep. Uh, mm. GTA Trilogy Remake came out. Uh, God of War on PC, that apparently came out also. And so Chrono Cross Remaster is on the list. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy IX Remake. Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster. Mm-hmm. And so that's nice. what really got me excited about it. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 4. And this is a new strategy game. So I'm wondering if that new strategy game is stra- uh, Triangle Strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Uh, Tactics Ogre Remastered, which is another really good one. Tomb Raider 25th Anniversary, which was supposed to be in the 21st, but I don't know. Did it come out? They did mm. something, right? They did. I think it was the 20th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. And then, and then there's another one called uh, Un- Unannounced Card Game. So there was like an, a card-based game that came out a while back. Uh, I think it was the last uh, Nintendo Direct. Do you remember now, what I'm talking about? There's the there's the uh voice of cards or something like that. The the yes, two that one. Two series there's a second one coming out, right? So the first one was the the island or Isle of Dragons or something. Yeah. Something like that. And then the the new one is like the maidens, something about the maidens. So yeah. it could be those. Yeah. I think, well, it says game two, so I'm guessing this, there's an, a, that's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah. The Nintendo yeah. Direct revealed the second one in the series. So. Yeah. So you I'm know, definitely excited for Final Fantasy IX Remake, if they remake it like how uh, they remade seven. Dude, I cannot wrap my, I can't believe that. Like, I still can't. Like, it's not real to me. Like, it's not registering to me. So, like, obviously, I would be really excited, but I just can't be because this is so seems like such a crazy idea to totally remake Final Fantasy IX. Like, I, I don't know. Like, because you want eight? I'm no, <laughs> no, I don't want eight. <laughs> Does it seem like impossible or like a d- impossible just, task? Or I, I, so like with the way they're doing seven. Dude, that game is going to take, like, another Forever. five years for us yeah. to see the rest of that game, you know? Because we only got, like, the very beginning of the original game in the in 7 Remake. So, to me, like, who... Square Enix is probably not... Work, they've probably outsourced this game, Final Fantasy IX Remake, because they have... The, the way their divisions are, are set up, they have, like, Division 1, 2, 3, 4. I think there's four divisions. One, Division One works on their big Final Fantasy game, so they're working on Seven Remake 2. Then Division Two works on like the, the more classic style, like the, the Mana series games. Division three is the Final Fantasy 14 team, who's also doing Final Fantasy 16. Mm. And then Division Four, I don't even remember what they do. Oh, they're oh, they're the ones making the, the Forspoken, I think, the new the next gen like stuff that they're they're doing. So oh. to me, it's like, I don't know, man. It just seems like so crazy. Like Final Fantasy IX Remake. Now, I'm just, dude, if that happens, that'd be amazing. But I, 
I don't know, man. I have so many doubts. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Like, it just seems such, so crazy for that to happen. Well, to me, it feels... Because Final Fantasy IX felt... I, from what I heard, it was supposed to actually come out on, on the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. That's why, have you noticed on the cutscenes, the cutscenes are so good. Yeah. And they're really good graphics on, on the cutscenes. But not just that, but there's a lot of parts in the cutscenes where their mouths look like they're supposed to be saying something, but they're not. So they don't, they're not really doing voiceovers. Mm. And they didn't really start doing voiceovers until Final Fantasy X, which came out yeah. on PlayStation 2. So if they were to remake Final Fantasy IX... They can finally do it the way the way that I feel like they were supposed to do it, but they just didn't do it because they just yeah. wanted to hurry up and push it out on Final Fan- on the uh, on the PlayStation One. Yeah, and so I think it has good potential, um, and it's yeah. a great game, dude. It's yeah. such a good game. I really enjoy Nine. So it's it's got one of the best feels in the series. Like it's got one of the best atmospheres and world design and stuff. Just really quick, like. I think another part that why I can't truly really believe it is because nine out of the three that came out in the PS one era, nine sold the worst. Like even though people love it, and because it came out oh, when the PlayStation was already out, wasn't it PlayStation two? I think so. I think it came out really close to that. Um, I think PlayStation two came out and then Final Fantasy nine came out too. So yeah. I think because of that, that's why the sales were so bad. But also, a lot of people didn't like it in the beginning. Yeah. But now they're like in love with it. Yeah. So yeah. It, this, this, this is a really it's a really interesting story when you talk about nine because it's also uh, the creator of Final Fantasy is his last game with the series, and so he was he was kind of on this weird thing, um, you know. So. That's a whole another story. It's super interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because technically you could play the PS1 games on the PS2. So, like, people who had a PS2 could have just wanted to get it also. But I don't know, I man. Everybody... I, I'm, I'm down for it. I think everyone is down for Final Fantasy IX. More Final Fantasy IX. I know they're doing, a, uh, they're doing a show. I don't know if you heard that rumor. For Final Fantasy IX? Supposedly there's a... There's a nine show somewhere that they're someone's making or something. People yeah. are thinking it could accompany the remake game, just how Final Fantasy 15 had like the movie and the show also. So, um, I think more Final Fantasy 9 would be awesome. It's hard for me to believe, but I'm like, yes, like I'm down. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that eight's not on here. Yeah, <laughs> every time I think about eight, I think about your brother in law, John Esteban. I know, me too. Eight. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy Eight, dude. John, oh, sorry, he like loves John. He, game, loved, he loves Eight, bro. That was his first one. So, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> uh, oh, man. man, the only thing, dude, the only thing that brings that game down for me is the draw system, the draw magic system. I, Junction. I keep, even the junction is okay, but having to draw every single spell from an enemy, you can't, like, it's the only way you get spells is, like, oh, yeah, gosh, yeah. I have to, like, sit there drawing yeah. fire from an enemy, like, so many times. So. Oh. That's the one part of the game. That's, that, if it didn't have that, it probably would be, like, it'd be really good to me, one of my favorites, yeah, yeah. but that's the one thing I can't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, uh, to me, also, these other two games, which would be uh, remastered of Final Fantasy Tactics, I I would love that. I think if they were to redo graphics on it, that would be great. Right now, when I try to play, when I try to upscale the PSP version, <laughs> it's just like all, it's like all choppy, like all, like, you can see black mm. lines in the middle of the screen, and I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> so, definitely having, like, a HD remastered version of uh, tactics would be great I, I wish they would make a part two but i don't know what's going on so um yeah and then tactics ogre too yeah go ahead Brian. oh yeah no tactics ogre would be cool i've, I've never played it so i'd be down for that um, yeah there's a weird uh kind of like split people who like tactics don't like tactics ogre and people who like tactics mm. ogre don't like tactics for some reason i don't know it's weird Interesting. Um, so I was going to ask y'all guys, um, <clears throat> for me already, my answer would be Final Fantasy Tactics, but if y'all had uh, one game that could be remade, like remake, like Final Fantasy VII style remake, like what game would that be? And if they already did it, which what, what is it? Mm, that's this is your chance to pick another game now, so if they already did it. So Brian, I feel like Final Fantasy VII would be yours. Yeah, I mean that that would have been mine, right? If I could pick another one though. <laughs> yeah. Uh but like a like a really really good remake, like as good as 7 was. Ooh, man. Give me a second. So I have you I, have one? I, so I have one. I have a I guess I have a couple. Um the the fir- the first one would be it's actually a uh, PC game. Um and I would encourage y'all to look into it after after the pod, but it's called Unreal. Mm, and yeah. if it sounds familiar, it's because it's one of the, it's the very first game that was made on an Unreal Engine. It was a showcase game for Unreal Engine, the very first one. Yeah, I remember uh, that. It's, it's similar to Quake, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was right around that time where, you know, first-person shooters were getting really popular on PC, and everybody was trying to up each other on graphical quality and uh, lighting effects and just first-person mechanics and stuff. Um, that game is one of the first, I guess, scary first person shooters I ever played on PC. Mm. Um, that game already just as it is, has like crazy good ambience, uh, environments, uh, for the time. And, uh, also like gunplay and awesome alien designs and all this other stuff. Um, they did make like a sequel to it, Unreal 2. Uh, actually a kind of a sequel to the first game it was like a not a dlc but it was like a sequel story-wise called return to nepali and then they made unreal 2 uh awakening um but that that one kind of flopped but that first game if they remake that with like today's modern graphics that would be amazing because it has so many good uh has so many good uh parts to it like it doesn't have any cutscenes. it's all in within the context of the game, it can, it's just, it has an awesome way of telling the story, whether it's like in messages or the way the aliens interact with each other or the, the way they are towards you. Um, just for the time back then, it, it told a lot of the story just visually and within the context of the environment that you were playing in. So unreal, that's a classic to me as classic as doom, as classic as quake. Uh, the other one would be, Actually, uh, 
I've been wanting to play a real time strategy game lately. Uh, it's mm -hmm. it's been a while, man. Um, I'd want them to remake uh, the first Command and Conquer, uh, <laughs> remake it with modern graphics, and maybe even possibly keep the live action corny cutscenes. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys ever played an RTS from back then, but they had those really corny, hammy acting live action cutscenes, and I love those because they were so stupid, but like. <laughs> Like, it was just so lighthearted for like a war game, right? Um, but yeah, that's another game I really loved. Uh, I, I love love the music. It's really iconic. And just, I, I haven't played a good RTS in a while. And I feel like, uh, I, I want a AAA RTS game to come out. And if it could be a remaster, I want it to be Command & Conquer. Yeah. Nice. I have an interesting story for RTSs. Yeah. Uh, in high school, oh, yeah. our, I guess computers were kind of like they weren't on like lockdown as much as they are now because people, I guess people <laughs> like me messed it up for everybody else. So <laughs> I, f I ended up burning Warcraft on a, a disc and I was installing it on every single computer at the school that I could find. <laughs> and so everybody kept playing Warcraft on all the computers nice. at school. And uh, wow. the teachers were like, where are you getting all these games from? And I was like, I'm installing them and everything. So that's funny. I remember uh, somebody in our computer lab installed a, a Mario, like a, a ripped Mario, a ripped version of Mar uh, Super Mario on uh, all the computers in the computer lab. So anytime that the teacher like stepped out to take a break, like we'd all just like, like load it up too quick and start playing. And as soon as it came back, it all tabbed to a different screen. <laughs> nice. That's funny. I think. I think if I had to pick one remake game, I think Chrono Trigger would be pretty amazing to mm. to kind of redo. And like I, I know I know people that I know people who love Chrono Trigger will say like no because it's not the same. You'd have completely different battle system. Same reason the people that don't like the Seven remake, you know. But I think Chrono Trigger has such an interesting and great story and world. So it'd be cool to see that part mm. of it, right? I know yeah. battle system is going to be different but to see like a world like the chrono trigger world rebuild and, and all the timelines they go through so i think that'd be really cool to see yeah experience but see you almost have to update certain things about those old school games you know they, they had their charm yeah. for back then and you yeah. know people didn't have it didn't have it as good as we have it now with certain yeah. uh certain mechanics and stuff in games nowadays um but as long as they don't like shove in a cash <laughs> shop with like, oh, you can yeah, download yeah. these skins for like ten dollars each yeah. or yeah. something. I hate like when they do that nowadays. Yeah. Hey, they gotta make their money. They gotta make their money somehow, dude. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, or make it a live <laughs> service or <laughs> keep you around yeah. for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, well, going to back to what uh, Brian was saying about how people. You know, a lot of people didn't like Final Fantasy VII Remake because of the battle system. They changed it and all that. I think what makes the game good is the, is the story. Mm -hmm. I think that if you think about it, the battle system is kind of a little bit boring. Because, you know, you're just kind of pressing okay on everything, <laughs> you know. On the it's original, not, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, on the original. Yeah, yeah. And, on the you know, they're just making it more interactive to where... I, probably because everybody, like, maybe they made it that way because they noticed that everybody just kind of sits down and plays the game and just press OK over and over and are just watching a TV show in the background, really not paying attention to the, the actual story. Mm -hmm. 
maybe also because we already played the game yeah. a, million, a million times. So, <laughs> but like being more, I feel like if the creators, sorry, I was gonna say, I feel like if the creators of the game back then knew about all this other stuff that we're capable of doing now, they'd be like, man, I wish <laughs> yeah. we had maybe that's the ability it, yeah. to yeah, yeah. do a different kind of battle system other than yeah, clicking yeah, okay, yeah. okay, and all that, like. Just they, just they just didn't have the technology back that's then to true. do something yeah. like that. They worked with what they had, and then they bet exactly. that they could. Yeah, that's probably true. Maybe I'm just yeah overthinking it, but um, well, but to me but, it was but, really about the story. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely because that's yeah. what capture people. You know, like mm-hmm. pe- people talk about the moments in the story. They don't talk about the time they killed the wolf or whatever. You know, so yeah, so it, it's. It makes it fun, right? It makes the the battle system, and, and it it can be in depth, right? You can do different stuff, but um, it's definitely just a a device to get from point A to point B in the story, and so that's that's yeah. the focus. Yeah, yeah. What I would like to be remade probably is like the first Fallout game. I think I never played the original, mm. but I think it would be interesting if they remade it. Um, yeah. Since it was the first, like the first one that came out, uh, it's so different from how it is now. It's mm. such a big difference. So, but I would like them to keep the same, yeah, the same way you play it. I guess I'm contradicting myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm contradicting myself now, but but like better <laughs> graphics, just <laughs> same battle system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why you want hilarious. that boring system, man? <laughs> no. It's just—it's nah, not I a bad system, yeah. Because yeah. if you think about it, that's the same thing they're doing with like Diablo three. It's the same battle system. It's just better graphics. Yeah. So. Mm. Anyways, but yeah, either that or um, what else? What else would be a good game to remake? Oh, I would like for them to remake a uh, Super Mario RPG. Oh yeah, that's, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Mm. I dude, I really liked um, Paper Mario, the first Paper Mario, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was good. And that's kind of like that's pretty much what it's like. Super Mario, it's the Mario next thing of RPG. Super Mario RPG. Yeah, they just changed, they just changed yeah. the style or whatever, and to um, paper, yeah, <laughs> to paper. <laughs> I like that. Game. I, I, that's one of the other games on on the Switch Online that they announced. That I'm like, oh, should I get the Switch Online? Plus to play Paper Mario, but I don't know. I'm sing. Yeah, maybe one day I'll be <laughs> on the on the list on the wheel. So, because I do have it on my on my uh, handheld. So yeah, yeah. yeah I wanna, it's I really choppy, sure. but it's on there. <laughs> Dude, uh, <laughs> Nintendo sixty four is just really hard to emulate for some reason. They, they for made some it reason, yeah. it's really hard. <laughs> I, I I haven't really looked into it lately, but I have not seen a good emulator for in sixty four. Sixty four, like, yeah, yeah. It's just I think they said that the technology is like just kind of different, it's just the yeah. way it runs or whatever. Well, so, so far the best one, so far the best one right now is called uh, Moopin sixty four. Oh yeah, I've actually seen. I think I I tried that on a PC that I had. Yeah, yeah, and it's not bad. It's not bad. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think it's about that time Let's, to go to the main topic. Final Fantasy Tactics.
Where to start? Yeah. Gather yourself. Let me, look, let me look at my notes. Let me look at my notes. <laughs> so, all right, Brian, where do you want to start at, bro? Yeah, man. Um, you know, we've been hitting some kind of big generic points. Why don't we first all tell just what our progress was in the game, like kind of where we got to. Um, so I got to the, I was on the last chapter. I almost finished the game. I got to the third to last battle. <clears throat> and then something happened to me that happens to a lot of people is they got, they get stuck. I got stuck. Yeah. I got stuck on a fight that was just too hard. <laughs> so it was kind of my fault, but, uh, so I, I still have a save file so I can go back and just redo that section. But, yeah. but because of that, I, I wanted to try to finish before our, for our podcast, but I didn't, but I, I went ahead and watched on YouTube the last, like the last 15 minutes of the game basically. And so, um, I kind of finished it, you know, it was, it was great. I, I have, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I have about 50 hours in the game, so it was yeah. pretty great. Wow. Nice. <clears throat> How do you know how many hours of the game you have? Um, well, on the PSP version, when you save, it tells you like your your time, your game time play. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah, I need when to look it up. Pick your save file. Know. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I got as far as I think. I think you guys said right before the end of the first mm-hmm. chapter. Um, and yeah, that that battle that I was on, it was pretty hard. Um, I couldn't get myself positioned the right way, I guess, or the, the, the most optimal way. I'm still having a little bit of trouble with, um, what's the best like vantage points and stuff. Uh, and also I, I just got used to using the AT list or, or the, the list that shows you whose turn it is attacking next or what's going to, what, yeah, what's going to resolve first, you know, your attack or someone else's turn. Um, so I, I need to work a little more on that, learn how to use it, um, because I keep getting like not, not able to use mm-hmm. my magic at the right time, not able to use my, my, my tactics yeah, yeah. at the right time. Um, so I'm still stuck on that battle. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So me, um, <clears throat> I spent the first week, uh, getting my characters to where I wanted them to be sort <laughs> of. And then the second week I played the story. And I got to chapter two. After, no, no, I uh, got to chapter three. The beginning of chapter three. And that's where I nice. left off. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, let's just kind of start. I know we kind of like to read the, the wiki a little bit. So, I'll just read the first, uh, first bit of it. So, Final yeah. Fantasy Tactics is a tactical role-playing game developed by Square for the PlayStation. Released in Japan in June of 1997 and came to the U.S. in January of 1998. It's the first tactics series in the Final Fantasy franchise and the first entry set in the fictional world later known as Ivalice. The story follows Ramza Beolv, a highborn cadet placed in the middle of a military conflict known as the Lion War where two opposing noble factions are coveting the throne of the kingdom. Uh, then it kind of goes on to talk about uh, Yasumi Matsumo. So he made the Ogre battle series. He was the, uh, 
he's a creator or the director of tactics. So he made the Ogre series. Um, it says here, this is funny. Matsuno's wish was for an accessible tactic game with the storyline focusing on class-based conflict and the rewriting of history. So uh, accessible, the, I don't know if that was the right, if he hit the mark <laughs> on that. Uh, the last part of it says the game received critical acclaim. Uh, it's become a cult classic since its release. It sold about 1.24 million units. And sold 2.4 million worldwide by August 2011. So that's what that's uh, you know like 13, 14 years after it released. Um, some people say it's the greatest video games of all time. Um, then the last part says the world of Evilly saw the setting for multiple other Final Fantasy titles, uh, including Final Fantasy 12. And um, if y'all don't know. Um, Vagrant story also technically takes yeah. part in the world of Ivalice. Mm-hmm. So it's quick, quick little mm-hmm. wiki. Uh, nice. Sasa, I know you. You said you were looking up some reviews, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I was gonna read them at the end, but uh, they, okay. Uh, a lot of people. What? Well, a lot of people bought the game thinking it was gonna <laughs> be like Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Seven, yes. Yeah. And it goes they back were to re- our last conversation of the mm-hmm. PlayStation uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah. And so, because I guess in their marketing and the commercials, they didn't, I don't even know if they had any commercials. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people went into it really wanting a Final Fantasy game, like Final Fantasy Seven, and were like completely. Mm fooled i guess because <laughs> then they got these characters that look like the prayer characters you know what i'm talking about those little the prayer uh, char- yes y- precious yeah, exactly. the precious moments characters that's what uh, re- they remind me of little <laughs> yeah, chibi exactly. characters like they, they they were hoping for something like cloud and they ended up getting like precious moments so <laughs> it was uh it was definitely a funny situation but uh i didn't even think about it because I don't know if I play. I think I played Final Fantasy Tactics first, and then I played Final Fantasy VII. So I didn't go into it with that, with that mentality, you know. Yeah. So, I I wonder what they meant by accessible, because the way I can see it being accessible is in the story, mm-hmm. because and I I was thinking about this as I was playing, and I also like I I heard some other people mention it too, like in reviews or videos um, that this game as opposed to all the other final fantasies has a lot to do with like human yeah. characters and like human conflict and human struggles. Even like, as I was playing, I'm like, man, this is a lot of the bosses and enemies are like all yep. just humans. Like, and it's all, it's all based yeah. on class, like, you know, nobles versus commoners um, and the rift between them. And it's just, Everything else I've heard, because again, I haven't really played much of a, another Final Fantasy games, but everything else that I've heard about other Final Fantasy games is you're fighting like really supernatural yeah. creatures and godlike beings and stuff. So, yeah, I think that the dude, you, you hit the nail on the head, like the story wise, and that's what I think makes it such a compelling game, right? Like, I, and you can kind of tell us in a little bit, like, if that worked for you, if that kind of hooked you, but. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna say it now, so I don't have to say it again, but like, uh, I recently have been watching a podcast of 
from the guys over at Resonant Arc. So in case anyone's listening and, and listen to that one, I'm going to be kind of just some of the stuff they said. I'm not going to repeat it word for word, but, you know, I, you're in agreement it, with it. Yeah, I'm agreeing with it. And I, I learned a lot. Right. Like mm-hmm. hearing them talk yeah. about it kind of made me realize, oh, yeah, that's true. And so. So anyway, so some of the things I might say might might just be in similar to what they say. But uh, one thing they did say is that the accessible part, Esteban, actually came from the game creator. When when he said accessible, he wanted people to uh, basically be able to play this tactical game and it be like easy and easy to understand. And the reason for that is because at the mm. time the tactical games that were popular in Japan, they were actually much more, they were com- more complicated than tactics. So when tactics released, there was even a like, slight criticism was like, like one thing that they didn't have in tactics at the head and in, in other tactical games was uh, map uh, bonuses. So like in other games, if you were like in a forest square or if you're in a water square mm-hmm. or an yeah. earth square you could get bonuses or debuffs and stuff right. so like there was just more layers and so one shining thing that, forces like that okay yeah yeah and so like they left that out of final fantasy tactics because they wanted it to be easier there were mm. people that were actually criticizing like wait there's no land bonuses <laughs> and the developers were like no it's okay like you know you can make a game without land so it's funny because like the accessible part was supposed to be like an easy game but (laughs) i don't think it quite ended up as he thought (laughs) yeah there's no land bonuses but there's a zodiac bonus (laughs) (laughs) dude yeah the the zodiac sign compatibility and all that stuff yeah anyway let's let's leave that for when we yeah. <laughs> so uh one one thing i wanted to get y'all's thoughts on is just um let's just talk about the feel of the game right so when you turned it on when you booted it up esteban i know especially you it's your first time playing it uh mm-hmm. you know just looking at the the world that they gave you the the graphics of it like and and just the setting so kind of some of your thoughts on on well, just the also, overall like feel, yeah. Did you watch the beginning the intro video before you start the game? The uh the cutscene or not cutscene, but the where they're writing all the chocobos into Well, there's two the cutscenes. There's two videos that they show you in the beginning before you even press start new game or whatever. Uh mm. there's the the chocobo cutscene where they're writing the chocobos through the forest, and then there's the kind of they're just words going across the screen where it's oh like, right yeah, yeah and it yeah. says about the the truth about who the actual hero is yeah 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 so before mm-hmm. you even started the game did you get a chance to see all that and what kind of feel did that give you yeah um <clears throat> so i think that first cutscene where they're writing the chocobos did a really good job at you know showing kind of the showing the world that you're going to be in um it's it kind of sets the mood for it, uh, and the the mysteriousness, I guess, of the second cutscene also kind of set up like like I guess the whole intrigue part of it or the uh, the mystery of it. Um, I think it did that pretty well. Uh, at least that's that's kind of the feeling it left me with. Um, 
setting wise though, <laughs> it actually reminded me a little of <clears throat> uh, Game of Thrones, only because <laughs> of the politicalness of it, uh, yeah. just the. The, mm-hmm. the, just the greed and the pettiness of like noble squabbles <laughs> and stuff and how commoners are so lowly. Um, <laughs> I, I can definitely like get behind a story like that. Cause I, I did love game of Thrones and, and sim- similar mm-hmm. stories. Um, and to see it kind of like in a game like this and just like the, the, it shows in the dialogue too, like the way that, the, that like, I guess the, the characters out Al- Algus, the way he talks about commoners and stuff is like, dang, that that's in a Final <laughs> Fantasy game. Like, geez, that's yeah. rough. Yeah. Like, God created yeah. everyone, or what is it? What did she say? God created everybody equal. Like, animals don't have gods. Like, dang. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down, great. bro. <laughs> well, as uh, Brian, um, just I just want to mention this. Brian played the PSP version. He didn't play the PS One version. So there's a yeah. big difference in the. What do you call it? Uh, and the, the way they're, the yeah, the translation, the way yeah. that wording, uh, and so the wording. In, Is August uh, still a jerk? He's yeah, he's still, still a jerk. jerk, but the wording <laughs> in, in PSP is more like old Englishy kind of Shakespearean, and uh, like more proper. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so it's supposed to be easier to understand on the PS One, but then there's really bad translation <laughs> from from Japanese to English. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So just I just wanted to bring that up t- so that people can understand because uh, there <laughs> there is there is some interesting uh, differences in the in uh, how people's names right. are and stuff like that. So yeah, but the the, the setting I, I loved it just from the start. Um, it was very 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 I guess grounded. You can say even uh, even though it has a lot of magic too. Um, yeah, I, I I was able to get behind it right from the start. Nice. I think, uh, like, for me, it's kind of weird because, like, I played... Tactics was a game I, I it took me a while to actually to play and start. So I think I might have even played Final Fantasy XII uh, after Tactics. But, dude, I love the world of Ivalice. I love the whole... Uh, just the, the story behind it, the mythology behind it, how long it spans. And, you know, it, it's a cool world because... Um, Later on, you find, you know, you like they have like technology that is kind of mixed in, right, with the, the old school fantasy style, like swords and shield. But later, there's like you can equip like guns and stuff. So it, it's a really just it's a cool place uh, to 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 kind of to play. And um, dude, I love the old English, man. It just it makes me appreciate yeah. the English language so much more like. <laughs> Like, I just, I don't know, man. It just clicks for me. And so I, I really like uh, reading it. And it, it it has, like, a bit of a properness to it. But uh, it I just, that kind of hooks me in, too, right? Just that that old English and just the whole vibe, the way they speak and stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, I enjoy it uh, a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I played, this is the first... <laughs> I think for Final Fantasy game I've played. So nice. the funny thing to me is, imagine this. I see the cutscene where they're riding a chocobo through a forest. I've never seen a chocobo before. Mm. <laughs> wow, that's cool. So yeah. I'm seeing this guy ride a chicken through a forest, <laughs> and I'm just like, what is going on? What is this story about? 
And so it just it's so hilarious because the guy riding the chicken then is like saying all these mean things to the princess, whatever. I don't, I don't want to get too much into the story, but like it just it throws me off because of how serious the story is. But I'm like, yeah. but you're riding a freaking chicken, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so in the fr- my first time experience was that, but then now my now experience towards the game is like all nostalgia like the music in this game is like to me like this the moment that i hear it just brings me back like completely sound effects everything about like the game like like the beginning song whenever it goes into the little video intro and stuff all that like to me like that just gives me all the feels and so, yeah. like, yeah. I, this is probably, like, my favorite game in the world. Like, I love this game. Yeah. And so... That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. And before we go into the music, I, I do want to talk a little bit more about that. But, uh, and Esteban, I want to ask you, on the the choice of the art style, right? Like, the way the characters, how... <laughs> I know we were saying, like, the precious moments thing. And, <laughs> like, it, 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 it's so... It is, it, it is such a, like, contrast, man. And um how how it's telling such a serious story but these characters especially in the the battle view you know they don't really have defined faces they're kind of like cute they're kind of cute honestly because like the little hands move and the legs move and so, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a little mouth with big eyes and no nose yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and then like it's interesting how you know all your knights look exactly the same all your archers look exactly the same so with this the middle part and the hair coming down the front, yeah. the knights, that's the knights. Man. So, yeah. What did you think, Esteban, like that kind of contrast? Like, did it kind of did it feel like, throw, did it throw you off or, or what did you feel? No. Uh, so it didn't, it didn't really throw me off. Um, well, I guess, okay, okay so it, it was not what I was expecting, to be honest, uh, with how far they went with some of the, even the cutscenes. Um, because there are some betrayals, some stabbings, uh, it's just crazy how they were able to get that detail into little chibi sprites. Like, you know, just (laughs) the, the action of someone like drawing a sword, rearing it back and then shoot, like stabbing it through somebody like just, and even like the facial expressions, like whenever, uh, one of the characters on their, is on their deathbed and passes away, like, you know, you see their expression just fade and, it's just they the detail is so good in it um it the only part that i guess really threw me off was that it you know it would be grounded and then you go to through a forest and then there's these like fantastical creatures um mm-hmm. but it's you know it's it's typical final fantasy creatures you know i think they use the same creatures over and over or something like that or yeah I saw some, like a like, goblin the, and stuff <laughs> right yeah or the bombs yeah um yeah. Yep. Uh, but it actually didn't throw me through uh, into a loop too too bad. Um, so actually, I really liked it uh, for what it is. Um, I think it fits it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is, um, I would get confused sometimes whenever I would look at my my party, like who's who. I'd have to like closely look <laughs> at the name of each person. Like, okay, oh. this this person was has this gear. I was trying to remember who had what gear and I how I set them up, their forgot. abilities, and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's not very, uh, what do you call it, friendly? Um, 
accessibility what what do you call it what do you how do you say it for people who like have a either they have a hard time hearing or a hard time seeing or something like that what do you call that handicap <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> no, but accessible accessible, accessible like you know impaired like, or hear, hear visual. i forgot impaired, what they call yeah. it because all the new games nowadays they they make it to where if somebody's colorblind they can just uh, mm. Make make uh, certain things a specific color for uh, depending on what kind of colorblind you are, or if you can't see small text, you can change the text font, the size, the font mm. size, and all that. Right. Yeah. So I for completely forgot about it. this was before pe- people would be you know, would they weren't really thinking about that at that time in mm-hmm. the nineteen nineties, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, I forgot how. How you're colorblind. I hope you don't mind me saying it on the podcast. No, but I mean. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Because all the characters are like an olive green or, a, or like a poop brown or like a, <laughs> you know, like a maroon. So all these colors kind of blend in almost for you one day. Um, sometimes uh, it'd be hard to differentiate. Like some of the squires look like what I would think an archer would wear like i think one one of my guys uh looked like he was wearing green so i was like oh is that like a what's kind of like robin hood so maybe he's maybe that's the archer that i set but no it was uh it was like a squire just wearing something completely different or something like that um so i do think that i do think that there, i guess there wasn't enough uh contrast or difference between or not, not enough variety for me to be able to tell my party apart from each other, um, unless yeah. they were completely different jobs. Um, uh, and you know, they tried to, I guess they tried to differentiate between male and female in within jobs. You know, the, the, like the female chemists have like, they look like nuns or they look, they look like maids almost. Um, yeah, male, like Swedish male chemists have like little hats and stuff, or just have like a different yeah. outfit. So they try to differentiate that way. Um, have you, like, did you notice how the, the did you mm-hmm. notice how the chemists are like chubby? Yeah, <laughs> they had like little. <laughs> and I was like, why? Fluffy shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they were like big, bo- big boned chemists <laughs> yeah. for some reason i was like why didn't you just make them the same size as everybody else <laughs> drinking too much of their own potions or something <laughs> i know oh, <laughs> they've been drinking grandpa's uh, cough medicine <laughs> um, but at, at least the actual uh characters i think the game calls them guests uh the actual main main mm. characters for the plot um they look different so i could differentiate between those pretty easily yeah yeah yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the design is definitely, it, it's for the time, like you said, it it, it was, it did what it, what it kind of was trying to do, but yeah, it was just kind of, I, I always thought it was weird how like, even your enemies looked exactly like you. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, just a different color. <laughs> different color, like, uh, yeah, clothes. Yeah. Uh, next I want to talk about is is the sound and like the music and Sasa, you've hit on it. A little bit some of the music yeah but uh one thing uh one point that oh can i, I bring one to... more thing about the characters real oh quick? yeah go for it they all that uh to me they look like legos almost <laughs> yeah <laughs> like their bodies are kind of lego-ish 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. The way they move too, like after, like uh, whenever they level or they get they level they up or get JP like points, they're, they're like they had like the way no they elbows. <laughs> yeah, their elbows don't move. They're so bent, moving, but they don't yeah. move. And whenever they uh, whenever they level up or anything, they just bring up their arms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I still yeah, have t- the, the main theme in my head, the the start screen theme. That ding, 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 it's so good, it's, dude. It's just stuck in my head. Like I think about it all the time now. It's just it's such an earworm of a theme song. Is, is it the main theme? I'm yeah. guessing, obviously, because it's on the start screen. The beginning. <laughs> but it's the such beginning? an earworm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, do you want to start off on the music, or what do you want to do? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, one one thing that uh, so one thing that the sound designer the sound the composer mm-hmm. that i thought was really interesting that didn't even occur to me until uh until i heard this but um i think we can agree and that this music in this game is very different than other final fantasy games so uh typically cuz it is two different composers but even though it's the same game series it's very different cuz typically final fantasy Honestly, uh, it has a bit more of a pop style, right? It has like catchy themes mm. and more themes to kind of um, you just make give you that kind of like fantasy rush or whatever. I mean, you know, even Final Fantasy VII, you know, the boss fight is literally starts off with an electric guitar, like like dude, it's like it's rocking, man. It's it's crazy, yeah. And uh, and in tactics, so what was really interesting is that the it, you know when you're fighting the battles this, the music is a little bit more serious right so it's kind of like it, it doesn't have that same hype feel it's got more of like an emotional depth field kind of in, in a way and so the reason uh is because the composer in this game compared to a lot of final fantasies it's people killing people Right. It's a lot of people that, that you fight and that you end up killing. Right. And mm-hmm. so he did not want it to sound like happy and exciting wow. because like he wanted up. you to. Th- yeah. He wanted you to think and feel like you were talking about us. Right. To think about what was happening in the story, what you were doing. Right. And to put the emotional weight into like you are you know these are people that you're fighting and just how we learn the story right like these are just people they're doing what they think is right just how you're doing what you think is right so uh that really kind of when i when i learned that it made me sort of listen to it a little differently i was like yeah like you're right it's not i don't feel like hyped i feel there's a bit of tension like when i'm playing like there's a bit of like you know uh like what's going to happen next kind of kind of feel so yeah. I think I appreciate that a lot. I think uh, really trying to to tell the atmosphere or the seriousness or the weight of the story and the battle through the music is just is just amazing. And and even with that fact, there's just great tracks. Like the battle music is awesome. Uh, uh, even though it's not meant to make you feel hyped, there is a bit of excitement. You're like, yes, this, yeah. is, this is the part, right? This is like, we're, we're going at it right now. This is important. Yeah. Like what's happening is important. So it's yeah, you feel the emotional well weight behind the, the, the story and the context of what you're fighting for. Yeah. Yep. Is it in a uh, major or minor? 
<laughs> or is it all over the place? Uh, I mean, yeah. Minors, I would say. I would just say minors. But <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on music theory, man. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. Well, e- even though the sound is, uh, you know, not uh, CD quality or whatever, it's more like, I don't even know what you would call it, like retro sound, just it is know, CD video, quality, video game yeah. soundy or 8, 8-bit or or yeah, 16 yeah. bit or whatever um it does sound more orchestral to me like it's yeah, going yeah. for a more orchestral composition rather than like you said like a pop rock uh hype yeah. you up type of soundtrack but yeah. the, the music definitely sticks with me like i said i still have the the start menu song mm-hmm. in my head yeah yeah uh yeah and just i know sorry Sasan, so i'm cutting no, you go off for it, but go for it. Even the like the menus, right? The menu music, the map music, like mm, it just yeah. creates a great feel. Like that, that feel. That's actually a bit more happier toned, right? The the yeah. map music, uh, and so I, I just when you get there, you know, it's you, you're traveling. You can just imagine like you and your party like traveling from city to city, and yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so it, it's it, it creates great. And, I, and I, one more. Th- Oh, go ahead, Sal. Sorry. I play I play the map music on my way to work. Nice. <laughs> so I can feel like I'm going somewhere. It's, on a side note, like, did y'all ever get the feeling that, like, you're wasting a lot of time, like, going from one city to another? Like, I was, it, it got me, like, I got anxious, right? Because you could see the, I don't know if it's in the old versions, but the calendar day, right? It's like, oh, yeah. First it's the Zodiac. Yeah, the Zodiac. Does it have that, Esteban? Like, when you move on the map, it there's, like, a little counter at the top, and it says the day and of the, the month. It says a day, and then it says a Zodiac sign. The because Zodiac. it goes, instead of going by January, February, it yeah. goes by areas. If it did, cycle. I didn't notice yeah. it. I didn't notice yeah. it on the map, but um, on all of my save files, it'll say the day. Okay, um, yeah. Like, January 8th or something like that. And it, and I was like, yeah. that's not the right... D- oh, it's in-game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I didn't notice it on the map, though. Maybe it is. I, I, I just didn't notice it. Dude, yeah. so side note, like, it just... I felt like, dude, I would spend, like, three months, <laughs> like, going back In and one more, section? like, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, no, oh, dude, so I went by years. I would go through years <laughs> on that one. And then I would go, finally go to do a story, and I was like... Finally, after three years, I'm finally doing this. <laughs> after three years, man, we're progressing the story. <laughs> yeah, you're finally progressing the story. I'm like, I've been just training for this moment <laughs> where I'm fighting level three characters. Yeah. It took three years to get to the woods. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so bad at directions. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's only one way you can go. I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How did um? I don't know if I'm skipping. No, let's stick to music. Okay. Go for it. No, no, let's stick to music. So right. to me, music. Oh man, just listening. I think it's so well made. It makes me feel um really happy, really excited every time I hear the music. Like the soundtrack is really good. The soundtrack on PlayStation One and the soundtrack on PlayStation Two are the same. The sound effects on PlayStation One. And the sound fe- sound effects on PlayStation Two, I mean PSP, are like completely different. Did I say PlayStation Two on the other on the? Yeah, you did. You meant PSP. Yeah, I mean PSP. Okay, so the sound effects are completely different. <laughs> really? The the sound effects are so much better on the PlayStation One. Oh really? On the PlayStation One? Oh better. yeah, way 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 better. 
What, what are, are they like? So, just the the quality of them, or literally oh, yeah. different sounds? Oh so, if you can and and uh, post, put us uh, the sound of uh, I'll tell you which, but it, the the sound from when uh, you're fighting. Okay, uh, Brian will know what I'm talking about. Esteban, you probably don't. But the cardinal, whenever he transforms, mm. there's a certain sounds that are being made. In the PlayStation 1, they sound so, so much better and so much scarier. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Compared right, to for the those PC listening version. at home, here is the sound of the Cardinal transforming in PS1. the sound in PSP. And then uh, also, whenever... Okay, Esteban, you remember the part where August... Shoots uh, Tetra or Teta mm-hmm. if you're yeah. playing the PS1 version. The sound that the crossbow makes makes you feel a certain way when you see it happening on the PS1. On the PSP version, it just looks like, what was that? Like, it's garbage. <laughs> like, she shouldn't, ha- she should not die from this sound. Like, I just remember was- the sound of it, like, hitting her was like, oh, that sounds like a, like, it was a hard hit. Exactly, it makes you feel a certain way. So that's why yeah. I feel like sound effects make such a big difference compared to like having like if you have bad sound, I feel like it's 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 the same thing as video. When you're watching video, you need to have good sound even if you have bad video. Same thing with yeah. like the situation. Like you need to have good music, good sound effects. Like you can have like chibi characters that look like precious moments, but you have good sound, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's a good point. So, I'll, I'll definitely look that up just to see. Now that I've seen that part, I, just to see how different it is. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I've never even heard the PlayStation One versions of it, so uh, I'm. It's such a big to... difference. Yeah, you you should go back and check it out. It's a big difference. They talk about. I'm it sure on somebody's the made a YouTube video about that, like sound comparison between the versions of them. Yeah, the guys were talking about it on the and the podcast that you were talking about, Brian. Nice, nice. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, I love I love the what's really cool about the music. Last thing is that um, you know that composer, uh, the composer for Tactics, I believe he also composed the music for Final Fantasy XII, which takes place in Evilise as well. It's the same world. So the fact that they have that music, that musical connection, you know, it's just, it just it makes the world of Evilise feel so much more like you know. Uh, Obviously, it's not real, but it just makes it feel so much more like you can connect to it a little better yeah. and recognize it. And so it, that's, that's another reason I love 12, man. Uh, I love the music in, in <laughs> 12. Yeah. So uh, kind of the last part of uh, this, this first thing, <clears throat> I want to talk about like the maps, right? Um, yeah. And, and And even talking about like some of the pros and cons a little bit of the maps. Um, 
I, I know you didn't get to see every map, Esteban. Um, so one thing that they do for the maps is uh, they, first off, they're small spaces, right? Mm-hmm. And there's two, two parts of the game. Uh, what's interesting about them is that not only do these maps need to uh, be a battle arena, basically a small battle arena for, for the gameplay, for the battle, but all the story takes place in similar looking uh, spaces, right? So there is no, mm-hmm. like, you know, we go to a different kind of shot, like a side-by-side shot or something, you know? So everything that happens in the game happens on these maps. Like, there is no other visual way. So story and battle happens on them. So I think that's kind of interesting. I wonder if that kind of may maybe um, hindered any part because they had to make both, they had to make it okay for both things to happen. And even if it like, I don't know, maybe Sasa, you can tell me if you felt like, you know, did it ever, I know when I first played it, so the story is that I, I played it before and I, I got through a lot of it, but I was not enjoying it because I was terrible at the game. <laughs> so I didn't, and I didn't even pay yeah. attention to the story. But I know that when I played it, I was like, man, I wish I could like walk around. I wish there was somewhere I could walk around and like just oh, yeah. talk and do things, you know. So <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what, what's y'all's thought on kind of the selection of of how they of how they made these maps and like is there limitations or is it perfectly fine? You can go first if you want, Sass. I have it. So my thoughts on the map design. Uh, okay, so this is. I always kind of disliked walking around town and having to ask t- talk to people. Uh, so me going through a menu to buy stuff without having to go into town is perfectly fine. It does not bother me at all. Like it just makes it quicker for me to go into battle. Interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So That's... to me, it's not. But then again, like I said, this is one. This is one of my first games that I really got into. That I started playing. That I really got into RPGs and stuff. So I wasn't really into the going into town situation because I mm. hadn't really done that kind of gaming yet. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the maps and the battles situations, um, you, you know, just on that, it's also like uh, I wonder how someone who played Final Fantasy VII first and then played Tactics <laughs> thinking. It was similar, like it, you know, seven is all about. Yeah, exactly. That's probably why they hated it. That's probably why they were just like, (laughs) "What is this?" Yeah. Um, and to me, it was like, okay, I guess this is normal, like to just go into, (laughs) not really go into town, but you just yeah, click on something and just buy from a shop and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't really bother me, like, like I didn't feel anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I felt nothing. uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Give me that sword. And in in the in the maps on the actual like uh, when you were doing battle, um, I just got used to it pretty quickly. Like um, yeah. once you get the idea of like, hey, uh, maybe I'm going getting ahead of myself, but like if you once you get the idea of like, I just need to be next to him or behind him to get a really good hit. Because if yeah. I'm in front of him, there's a less percentage that I'm gonna hit. Yeah, and so mm. I, if I was able to maneuver my way to where I needed to be, then then that's all that really mattered. Uh, having the ability to move, like, is that what you're talking about, Brian? 
Like, is are you talking about movement, free movement during free time, like when you're in shops, or do free movement during battle? Probably more. I mean, obviously, like, uh, so so I know, like, it's a tactical game, right? So you, you kind of go in with the expectation of that grid style combat. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess just to kind of like. You give you're given a good point, Sasso. How like this was your first exposure, so to you it like felt normal. It yeah. was good. I think like to me, I was used to like open world game kind of style, so it was kind of just jarring for me. I was like, dude, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just this weird thought like during that, and then like the battles, the elevation things, like just different things. Right, like if a mm-hmm. rock's in my way or something, like you know. Yeah. So I- I'm sure Esteban has some thoughts on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually, so whenever, I mean, sorry, finish your thoughts, Hassel, sorry. Oh, okay, well, I, I was going to get into the, like, you have the ability to customize your character in any way you want, so I'm getting ahead of myself, but the way you get two ability, job abilities, and then you get a counter, you get a passive, and then you get a movement yeah. ability. Like, the elevation didn't really matter to me in my first game, in my, f- like, once I started playing it the way it was supposed to be played, uh, because I, I added ignore height to my yeah. movement. So there were situations where I was jumping, like, three stories high yeah. because I, I had that ability. So yeah. I was kind of cheating my way through certain situations because <laughs> of that. So the movement, I wasn't, like, movement impaired or I would just put the teleport ability on my character and you just teleport to wherever you need to go. Yeah. And so those situations, but that was just like once I learned how to do everything, once I learned how to move my way around the menu system. Um, but in the beginning, yeah, it kind of really sucked because I was just <laughs> like, I guess I'm just going to take me forever to get to this person, you know, because, <laughs> you know, th- it's like chess, the battle the map mm-hmm. situation is exactly like chess. You're you're always going to be in the opposite side of the map from the back, from your enemy. Yep. Yeah. And so you um, just got to either meet up in the middle or let them come to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. for me going into this as you know the fresh first time ever playing even a tactics game in general, uh, it was there was a little bit of a disconnect uh, from the world for me. Um, as far as, you know, you can't walk around and see everything that you're reading about in action. Like, True, you know, yeah. this, either whether that be slums, because, you know, even when you're in the slums, it's only populated by the other party that you're fighting against at that time. You know, you don't yeah. see how people are living, how people, you can't talk to anybody to see what their state of living is or, yeah. you know, how, how they're getting by or anything like that. Um, but what you do see... I guess in the battles, the glimpses that you get kind of kind of tell the context of the world. Um, mm-hmm. You know yeah. what's going on. Uh, you know the nice castles and even the you know alleys or the uh, the the suburbs. I guess the houses of the you know, nobility look really yeah. nice compared to like you know the slums of the, the commoners yeah. and uh, and you know it's just there there you know you can talk to the to the people at the bar or you can talk to you can find out the rumors at the bar 
I True, found that. Yeah. So that kind of filled in some of the gaps for me as far as, you know, what's going on in the world. But there was a there was a big disconnect because the most you can walk around is either in battle or this huge map that doesn't have hardly any detail <laughs> on it. <Yeah>. Um <laughs> so, like who so knows, it was, who knows how far it is, right, from point A to point B. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Ten miles, a hundred miles, like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> According to the map, one day. One day's travel. <laughs> yeah, every time you move from one point to other, it was always just one day. The whole day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. uh, but as far as, you know, the whole, uh, the actual layout of the tiles and the maps and everything, um, I like them. Uh, it, it took a little bit of getting used to, but it really reminded me of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, nice. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, even the heights and all that, you can get different mm -hmm. heights, different vantage points. I know you had to have line of sight of the enemy. Mm, um, yeah. So that was pretty cool to be able to use the map as kind of like a to tell the story of the area, but also as, you know, yeah. to strategize. Um, I think it works. It works pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. obviously, I think it could have used some more walking around and stuff, but if that's not what they were going for, cool. I think it, yeah. it, it does just enough, um, to tell the story yeah. other ways. Yeah. Yeah. If I can go back, um, mm -hmm. uh, to the, how I, f like it actually really did. Even, even if it was like, cause you can see the edge of the map, you know how, like, <laughs> Oh yeah. 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 When <laughs> you cut the edge of, yeah, it cuts off. Certain, you can see yeah. But like that didn't bother me. Like I, I, I still got sucked into the world. Nice. Yeah. You know, uh, I thought they did really like, like the graphics of the map, like the way it was like designed. Like to me, it it, it was enjoyable. Like I liked it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it made me feel like okay, I'll, I'm at a swamp or I'm in a castle. You know. Right. Like, um. Mm -hmm. Like, it never felt like, oh, this sucks. Like, I can't see nothing beyond this edge of the, <laughs> the map, you know? Like, no, like, I was stuck in the moment of what was going on yeah. that mm -hmm. I didn't really care about it. It actually made helped me to concentrate on what was going on in the map instead of looking around everywhere else. Your mind can probably also fill in the gaps, too. Yeah, so. I, li I like the word enjoyable. I think that's, like, like the perfect word because, mm -hmm. like, seeing the castles right like there's just something like it brings a good vibe like the way that they, they designed the whole the whole world so i think enjoyable is is a really good word i felt the same way i think yeah yeah <laughs> i think my last i i don't know if esteban felt this but man i i don't know how many times i try to throw a potion and i would hit an enemy and heal an enemy with a potion <laughs> oh. i was like no <laughs> i was like no i didn't mean to well. do that <laughs> So, did you ever throw a rock and yeah, hit I mean, your throw, guy by yeah. accident hit your own guy yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't know that was a thing and yeah. you know we could the talk friendly more about fire. this in, in the battle system um but yeah i didn't i kept throwing rocks to the back of my guy's heads like <laughs> and i didn't know that was a thing like sorry it, it, it's crazy how the map is it's is really its own character right it's a character in yeah. the game like literally it yeah. affects like what you do and how you you play the game so right. uh, i had i had positive and negative <laughs> moments with the maps but yeah. overall they're awesome yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, I guess i just learned the tricks like I, I figured out how things worked and then just l figured out loopholes around it i guess so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely You're did the master same. at that at this game. Yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I ran into the same situations in the beginning. Like I was throwing, I'm, oh, I'm gonna throw a potion at this person, and then uh, yeah. you would uh, you would throw it and then heal the bad guy. And I was like, what? Heal the bad. <laughs> I actually like, really? never ran into that, but I'm glad you said that because I did not know <laughs> it works the same way with potions. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It does. And you can tell because whenever you're going to do something, uh, let's say there's your guy standing next to a rock, like a tall rock, and you're on the other side, mm-hmm. but you kind of have him in the field of view. But if you throw a potion at him and then on the bottom, it'll tell you your success. If yeah, it's not gonna, if, yeah, if they're not, if it's not oh, gonna reach okay. them, it's actually gonna be blank. Yeah, it's just blank. And that's, that's a why lot I told of stuff you that's that I didn't never notice, like details, like like stuff like yeah. that. I never noticed, and even I think later I realized that doesn't it tell you how much damage it'll do to yeah. an enemy? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that until the end. And percentage yeah. of whether it's gonna like, yeah. how are you supposed to know if you're gonna kill somebody or not? I'm just gonna. Use the spell. Dude. Hopefully, it does a good amount of damage. Like I never noticed that it, it tells you. <laughs> Dude, that is such a, a real thing because there's just so much info that they're trying mm-hmm. to throw and cram right into like yeah. so so. That was the same way, dude. Like it took me a while to even. That's why I, that percentage thing. I was like, oh my god, I wish I knew this before yeah, I yeah. threw that potion. <laughs> so. yeah. And like that, that can probably go into part two for sure. Definitely, there's a yeah. lot I had yeah. to say about that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's cut it. And uh, this will be the end for part one. Yes, guys, I'm sorry. This is part one, but you probably read it in the title. Um, and so <laughs> it's just so good and so much to talk about that we have to make it a part, a two-parter. But uh, yeah, yeah um, keep listening. Come back next week and we'll have part two and we'll get really into the the like the technical, like part of it, like the, all the techniques. And I'll, I'll tell y'all mm-hmm. how I... The easiest way to beat the game, if you want. Um, <laughs> anyway, so but uh, keep in touch. Uh, go to our social media. We have we have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. We don't have a Facebook yet, but I'll work on it. Um, but uh, Instagram, we're the Dualcast, and on Twitter, we are the Dualcast One because we're number one. So uh, <laughs> hope you guys enjoy it. Have a good one. And God bless. Take it easy. See you guys.